Hey, quick uh, heads up that, you know, we apologize. This episode kind of had some technical issues that we were trying to, you know, work with. And unfortunately, some parts of the podcast are missing. So we decided yeah. to kind of combine our episode with our special guest, Lag9K, as well as our uh, review of the movie Exorcist Believer. So uh, stay tuned for both of those. <laughs> I keep uh, every time I keep thinking of the Exorcist theme. For some reason, the Halloween theme uh, plays in my mind, <laughs> and I'm starting to realize. I think it's probably because I don't know the, the Exorcist theme. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say because the Halloween theme is actually inspired from the Exorcist theme. Is it really? So that's what I'd heard. That like literally a video today. John Carpenter made the music because he was like, "We had no money, and I'm the cheapest person to hire." And it's based off like Exorcist theme or inspired from. So wow, wow. Very sad. hey guys, uh, no dumb idea podcast. We're back, we're back, we're Woo, ready. Baby. Uh, Woo. Woo. uh, yeah, Gibble here. It's me, Pazuzu. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm Special being possessed guess, yeah. by Dala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And holy shit, did we take some psychic damage over the weekend? <laughs> Um, goddamn. Don't know how to recover, don't know how to uh, wrap my my mind around this one, but Dala and I watched Exorcist... Belie- the, is it, okay, is it Exorcist it's just believer. The Believer? Okay, it's not The Exorcist just, Believer. It's, there's no thes even in it at all, which is kind of funny. Believer? I hardly know her. Uh, this yeah. movie sucked. This movie. <laughs> I, I believe it sucks, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, I don't know. That's my object. That's, that's my, that's it for me, folks. The movie sucked and I'm out. Credits. Yeah. All right. That was our, our <clears throat> review of Believer Exorcist Story. Yeah. It's, uh, you uh, got any plugs? <laughs> uh, go watch uh, Exorcist <laughs> uh, Believer. Uh, so that way we could get Deceiver. Cause, uh, oh, yeah. I want to see where this fucking goes. <laughs> So I guess uh, we should probably break down. We should get into the <laughs> story say, without yeah. just being like, "This movie fucking sucks." This, uh, this, you know. But okay. But before it, any of that, it's got good points too. I will say, but yeah, it's got good ideas. But before any of yeah. that, uh, what's your what's your connection to the Exorcist franchise? Oh yeah. So prior, a uh, big fan of one, big fan of three. Three is my favorite. I guess just three is my that. favorite as well. Yeah, it's it. I think one I really appreciate, like the first one I appreciate, and I do recognize like the impact it's had in horror. But I think when you compare it and how it's aged with comparing to three, I think three's aged better. One kind of has some like slow, which I don't mind slow. I mean, three is like only conversations. There's like no murder on scene on screen and shit like that. But yeah, it's three ages better. Um, and in lieu of this movie, I decided to watch every other single fucking Exorcist movie. So I got some <laughs> thoughts on those. If you want, maybe at the end. 
Oh yeah, we'll we'll go back and forth between you know our connection to the franchise and what we think about the uh, the new one. Ooh. Ooh. I I guess one last thing is that I will say the Exorcist series again I've only seen one and three prior to this was never really like one that I was like super connected with personally. Like it was it's cool. I just I'm not like it's not my favorite. Same. But yeah. Honestly, um, I think it was a movie that. I think the first time I ever seen anything from it, um, I had caught a glimpse of it from like my parents' uh, doorway, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the moment that I had happened to see was the the scene where Reagan's getting tested on, and um, oh, shit. yeah, <laughs> there's like a jump. It's not really a jump scare, but it flashes to Pazuzu's face, and that literally terrified me as a child. Like I couldn't, I could not watch the movie. I watched everything else. Yeah. I watched fucking. Um, you know, all the slashers, whatever, like, uh, all of them, uh, even <clears throat> all of them one. and like other cheesy eighties horror movies. But like exorcist was one that, uh, I didn't watch it until I was a teenager or like at least yeah. completely watch it until I was like in high school. And at that point it was, uh, I was like, Oh, this movie isn't that scary. It's crazy. Uh, and then I think the third time I ever watched it was, uh, with you actually when we had gone when when you, when when we uh, when we had watched that one and then exorcist 3 we watched the first one together do you i believe we did yeah okay that's i feel like the first one i cuz i again i re, i rewatched all of them for or watched some of them for the first time for this and the first one has like a lot of stuff i forget about every time i watch cuz it's just kind of slow at points and there's i don't know yeah. Yeah, I I didn't even realize that the detective in the first movie is the, no, uh, the same as the third. Yeah. It's but yeah. Yeah. It's but that's one thing that's kind of nice is I actually and I think I remember if I remember correctly I uh, Red Letter Media I think made this point but it's just kind of like uh, it's kind of nice that it's a different guy. I mean for one the actor I forget his name, George C Scott I think is um a great just amazing as the detective in three, but also oh, it kind yeah. of makes three with having a new like cast completely. It makes it feel kind of like it, you just start here. Yeah. Yeah. Start at three. No, you can't three. It's the only, you know, standalone. The only carryover is, um, father Karras. Yeah. Yeah. And technically the character of the, the detective, uh, whatever his name is in that movie. But yeah, it's solid movie. I mean, just one of the best. Yeah. One of the best for sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, after that, I I definitely feel like number three was the best. Um, and then they made a couple others, they made the series, and that leads us back to Exorcist Believer, uh, picks up 50 years after, dude. Jesus Christ. it's, It's a requel though, right? So technically the only one's like the first one. I actually don't know. Okay, because I was like wa- watching every single one. There's nothing necessarily at, at, as far as I could tell that like would inhibit it from just continuing conflicting information. Like, and... Yeah, I just thought it was like, oh, this must be like the Halloween because it's David Gordon Green. I thought it was like it must be Halloween. Yeah, I'm gonna skip everything else and yeah, just the first one. So yeah so dala why don't you uh why don't you go ahead and let us know the plot and i'll uh i'll pepper in some details in case uh sure. in case you miss anything yeah yeah that'd be great feel free to chime in 
Um, yeah, so from right in the beginning, uh, <laughs> I got possessed by a gib, and that's why I sounded like that for a second. No, uh, it starts off with we're in Haiti. We meet just like this young couple, pregnant wife, uh, and main character. I don't know their names of either of them. Wait, let's Basically, get the your name let's let's get the cast i mean i know angela and i think christine okay so we have the cast up um the dad's name is tanner hi guys future gibbledang here and i don't know what website i was reading but for some reason it had him listed as tanner and uh yeah his name isn't tanner it's like victor or some shit uh so that's on me but enjoy this uh exorcist review where we continuously call the lead actor uh by the wrong character name so uh what a great podcast so there's the dad who's tanner and his wife and the only reason we're not really giving you the wife's names because there's an earthquake in haiti and mom dies but actually before that there she's in the hospital like a hospital room and one of the haitian doctors is like we either have to save your baby or your wife to tanner yeah, no. you gotta like, pick one yeah and then it cuts to like present day 13 years later or whatever and it's we see angela who's like a 13 year old girl uh she's you know, it's just her and her dad in this like nice house well, not average nice, teenager like, yeah it's like a okay house it's not bad I, i'll take it shit but well, it's actually, like kind that, of like well, a little that's the thing it's not an okay house because this is like a a, a an actual fucking complaint i have it's a very <laughs> elaborate house that they live well, in no, yeah that we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll pick up on that later but it's a really like there's interconnecting rooms in the house and there's like sequences yeah. where like that's the thing. they there's yeah. like you, you know like there's so much uh it's a really nicely designed house and you know it, yeah. it, it looks like their relationship is like the oh my dad like i love my dad but he doesn't get me and like i miss my mom and he doesn't tell me about my mom it, i think it's a little bit more loving than that though too because they goof around like she steals the sausage from him like piggy piggy because she's a vegetarian and he's like or, yeah chases her and that's where you see that the house is intricate and it's i feel like it's kind of like a like it, we this is we have each other kind of like relationship oh yeah like i i mean it that but way she definitely but is like she has that long tell me about mom yeah she wants to know more yeah. about mom who died yeah. when she was before she was born um and then so basically we see you know tanner dad takes uh angela to school you know and they're talking on the way and basically he's just kind of like gives her permission to like oh you can stay late like you can just come home for dinner so uh her friend uh catherine comes and like you know takes they walk together and oh and then there's this one thing actually that's kind of weird with this movie is it gets really fucking loud at points and kind of like stressful like on purpose like uh there's a part where the dad because the dad's a photographer and he's trying to he's doing a a family photo shoot in his like studio and right outside the door like right outside is a guy just like a jackhammer just going away and like the kids in the family shoot like the family's all like uh, uh, hectic and kids just fucking pooping himself on camera and shit and the dad's like pissed at him and so it's just like so that was definitely one of my biggest complaints was that yeah um you know in the original exorcist it opens up with like you know the the archaeologists and everyone finding the head of pazuzu that little like idol and just uh just 
bringing it out and dusting it off, like, just automatically brings that, like, air of chaos, you know, the dogs are fighting, there's people arguing, and there's just this, like, foreboding sense of terror that, you know, is mm -hmm. present. And I feel like David Gordon Green saw that, and it's like, oh, I want to try to recreate that throughout my entire movie. But he completely failed in seeing why that was, like, important and necessary, because, uh, yeah. yeah, this, like, with his editing it's... style and just with everything, it comes across as, like, very, not hectic, but it, it's very annoying. It comes across yeah. as, like, very try-hard, like... I, I feel like he's... I've seen that, like, elsewhere worked well, and I feel like he saw a movie where they did that stressful noise to stress the audience out, but it doesn't work here. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Like it's it's just too erratic and it's too spastic. There we go, spastic. It feels spastic rather than like, um, mm -hmm. rather than uh, what should I call it? Tense. Plastic. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, one actually other thing I forgot to mention is when he was dropping off, when Tanner's dropping off Angela, she has like her mom's like scarf that he like is like takes back, basically like that's what you're saying. Like he's like doesn't want her. Knowing like about his, his wife. I I think it was more so like in that regards. He's like, I don't want you losing because we only have a finite amount of things from mom left. Like, I don't want you losing anything. So like, give me the scarf. So I think fair, it was fair. that. But it, there definitely is like a, we don't talk about mom like thing kind of going like on. Like overprotectiveness um, about, about the, like her information or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so from there, we kind of just you know, see the school day. I mean, it's also like, it jumps back and forth from the noise and shit. And then, um, I think the next big scene is just, we see Catherine and Angela kind of walking into the woods and their other friend are kind of just sees them walking off. Uh, the yes. The school. They use a, they use a third friend as a scapegoat so that Angela, um, uh, this is, this is what like is something we've talked about. Super fucking stupid. Catherine <laughs> Which, is is like the she comes from a conservative um like uh -oh. family and yeah. she is the one who tells Angela like oh if you bring an item of someone you love and you hold it over a flame and a necklace and you do a little ritual thingy um mm -hmm. you'll be able to contact the dead and yeah. it it they do feels like a so con in the woods Basically, it feels so contrived and so ridiculous where, like, something... <sighs> okay, so, in the original Exorcist, it looked like it was, um, like, Reagan used the Ouija board, which, that kind of, I mean, it, it is a little hokey, but that still has, like, credence for, um... Like it, like it still was used as a tool in supernatural stuff, yeah. but for this and I one, think the main thing though is the pendant in the first one, right? Because she ends up with the pendant, and that's what possesses her. Not the like Ouija. The Ouija board might have opened it up a little or something, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, it has been a while since I've seen the first one. Yeah. Well, at the end of the movie, the father, like when they when the family's moving away, the father's like, she had this pendant, and I believe it was like related to Pazuzu. And I don't remember how she got it or how, like, it got to her or whatever, but that's where, like, I think it's, like, the same thing with the little head that he found. I mean, maybe I'm misremembering because I did see, like, fucking six Exorcist movies that all blend together. I feel like... I'm she, not sure. There was more I really to it don't than remember just, a pendant. 
Hey guys, Future Dang back here again, and uh, yeah, after looking it up, turns out that it was the Ouija board that got Reagan possessed. Uh, it's not specifically said, but it's kind of implied. Uh, but it does turn out that the pendant uh, is used as like more of like a protective uh, sigil or whatever in the movie. So uh, Dala was right about the pendant being in the movie. Now let's get back to the conversation. There was there was more to it than just hey let's go to the woods and like fucking get possessed, <laughs> like literally it's yeah yeah so that's the thing it's like it that's what it was in the original but in um in this one it was just like oh let's bloody marry our way into fucking let's Charlie <laughs> Charlie our way into getting fucking possessed by Pazuzu and it's like what. Like, it, like, it just seems like it was something that they could read about on the internet and then just an exorcist movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's pretty... And, that, you know, we're jumping ahead a little because there's a bit of a build-up before that reveal. But, I mean, yeah, essentially, the girls go to the woods. You know, the dad comes home. It's, like, past dinner. Daughter isn't there. They kind of do the, like, call, like, Catherine's parents... And then the police go searching for the kids. It's like pretty good like atmosphere of uh, like what's going to happen. I remember thinking like, oh shit, okay, is there going to be like some days pass and then all of a sudden we just have the girls back and they're possessed, but we don't know what the like lead up was. But then it's like, there's like a scene where they find the two girls in a barn. This like this uh, farmer finds his, the two girls in a barn then it's like cuts to the doctor's office where the girls are getting examined. And I remember this one actually was kind of creepy too. this shot. Cause it's kind of like what happened to these girls? Like they had to examine them the whole, like the idea of just the doctors are like, let's put, these are sternups. Like you're going to have to put your, and it's like, damn, these girls probably like, this feels kind of real to yeah, like, uh, find some, you know? Yeah. And so like that, there was stuff that was like, like I will say the first 30 minutes or so of the movie or i don't first half was like pretty intriguing to me like there's a lot of like promise that just gets fucking flubbed that's why they had us in the first half basically the girls go home there's no sign of like anything like you know um going on like no they just don't remember what happened they didn't realize it's been like three days since they've been gone Um, they thought it was like hours yeah, they're like, oh, it's felt like it was like an hour. So we just it started raining, so we like started walking. Um, yeah, and like they take the girls home. Uh, I'm trying to remember the sequence because again, this was like we just saw this like a few days ago, essentially. Yeah, they got uh, so they get tested. The girls get taken home after that, and then there's a couple of weird like um, like instances of uh, like they're getting ready like for bed and fucking you know. Uh, the girl's like looking off into the distance and she suddenly pops up, at the, you know, after the lights are oh, flickering yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Creepy weird shit that the girls are doing. Um, but then it's suddenly, it, it's like, that's the thing. It's kind of hard to remember, but it's only because they're possessed and they're at home for like, they're at home for like a day before they get rushed to the hospital or, and rushed to the insane well, asylum Angela and then does. a bunch of, yeah. yeah. Because so for Angela's father, he doesn't believe in like religion or spirituality. Mm. Uh, so he, he, you know, he takes her home and he just kind of thinks like, you know, after like the first night or so, she's like, oh, there's one scene that was kind of funny was uh, he's brushing his teeth 
And then the light turns off in the bathroom. And then it, <laughs> I turned to you and I was like, nose for a ride too. <laughs> like, <from Spongebob>. <laughs> but it yeah. literally is just that. Like she keeps turning off the fucking light. And then it's funny because it's like he so he puts her to bed, comes back, you know, I think he like starts brushing his teeth again. The light goes off again and it turns back on. And then she's in there. And she's like, did you say something? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, and then no. he's just like, no. And I was just kind of like thinking like she should have been like, yeah, it's right. Punk and like fucking flinch at him. Kind of like scare him <laughs> off. Like thoughts. So, she should have flinched at him. She should have been like, that's yeah. right. Punk. Yeah. Ah, yeah. A dad. She's like, yeah, that's right. Dad. I'm the new dad in this house. I don't think you're understanding what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't she yeah. should have flinched at him yeah she if, she, flinched at him. if she's and the she one should've... flinching she should she'd be the one who's scared but like flinching like forward i don't know like the with, you know what the thing that's what i'm trying to say do. yeah I'll cut this she out. goes at no no leave, lunge? It, leave it in action i like it lunge at him <laughs> yeah she lunges she at him should have lunged yeah, at him yeah she lunges at him he's like, I'm like, like that's right punk ah <laughs> yeah yeah you little bitch. <laughs> but yeah, it like there's like a couple creepy eerie things here and there. And then like what is it? The next morning oh she pisses herself like a shit ton, I guess, in bed. So he's like, Yeah, Go to she the pisses bath. the bed and the sheets and the fucking floor he, he rubs her and the floorboards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I think was it. Oh, then, that's like, what she it was. She pisses herself and then he's like, You're crazy, yeah. we're taking you to the asylum. <laughs> and so they're at the asylum. And let's just go from there because who fucking cares about sure, anything sure. before that? Well, no, this, the part I wanted to get to was the minute I knew the movie sucked. Oh, she disappears. No, no, literally. She just when did so she, uh... goes, she goes to the bathroom because he's like, let me get you a bath. Mm-hmm. He he goes to check. She's gone. And then you think there's going to be that whole thing where she's chasing him around the house because there's like we learned that you could loop around we, in the house. And we talk about the and elaborate she, house. Yeah, she just hits him in the head in this weird fucking like. Yeah, way she wraps a something. scarf around her. Yeah, she wraps, she wraps a scarf around his head and like wha- winks him down to the fucking floor. And that's the minute I was like, and then it cuts to him taking her to the um, like mental ward. And that's the minute I was like, fuck! I was stoked to see this house with a possessed kid and like a dad trying to figure out this shit. And I, the minute it happened, I'm like, so we're not gonna be in this house like or anything. Yeah. That. Yep. That's all. I just wanted to kind of like that pissed me off <laughs> particularly. But basically, she yeah. goes to the mental yeah. ward. She's crazy. Uh, we cut to the f- uh, Chris- Christina's. What is it? Chris? What was it? Catherine? Kistri- I don't even know. What is, yeah. We go name? to Catherine's family. They're at church. Uh, they. Don't, I don't think they know she's possessed yet. They just. She's kind of weird. Oh my god! Wa- this scene, dude. Wa- this scene. Yeah. Made me laugh so fucking hard. Yeah, oh, same. my God. So this is a scene from the trailers where, you know, they're doing the sermon, whatever you freaking religious freakazoids do. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're treating it with so, more respect than this movie did, honestly. So Yeah, so these ugly religious freaks are uh, doing their yeah. weird cult stuff. And, you know, it's the scene from the trailer where they're they're all in the church and um the the girl's walking down the the aisle or whatever and she's going the body and the blood the body and the blood but the like it's cringy (laughs) in the trailer it's cringy in the trailer but in the movie it is so much more worse like i don't know i like i'm not gonna like she's a child and i'm not i'm not gonna say she's maybe it's her acting whatever i don't know but her her delivery Her delivery yeah. of it is like, oh, oh, the body of the blood, 
the oh, the body of the blood yeah yeah bitch you want to talk shit the body of the blood the body of the blood like oh my god it was so fucking like this whole movie Last like there's so many scenes that check me out that yeah. d- that just made me check out uh i was laughing god. my ass off for most of this movie like more more than oh, i yeah. would have expected you know i guess yeah. that's par for the course with a lot of these exorcist movies though to be fair so the girls get possessed, they get tossed into mental hospitals because, you know, as you will. Um, and what was it? Oh, yeah, there's also a point in the movie where the uh, they're looking for, when they're looking for their daughters, the dad, uh, Tanner, goes to like a homeless yeah. encampment and oh, starts asking yeah. him a question. And all the, fu- uh, as you will, all the fucking homeless people are crazy psychopaths. They're all fucking like rabid, like ah, blah, blah, blah. oh yeah, but the yeah. girls are out in the woods, fucking getting fucked or some shit like that. And it's like, <laughs> dude, like <laughs> they're all possessed by Pazuzu, essentially. But, well, dude, it's like it's like the classic. Uh, if you're homeless, you're crazy. You know, yeah. you can't. It's yeah, which I understand that that's an you know. I mean, it's it's they have their own mental health issues, but it's not exactly a good betrayal of because uh, that's always the honestly, betrayal. Maybe you know what? Thinking about it, that might be a reference to Exorcist Two, where they portray autistic people poorly, and yeah, so maybe that's what that reference is. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe that was a, a reference <laughs> to the Exorcist Two. Gordon uh, Green was like, "I like that scene. Let's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that scene. That's a good scene." Um, <laughs> and the dad, you know, Tanner's like, "Fuck, who else can help me with this situation?" But a hundred-year-old fucking Chris McNeil. Chris McNeil? Chris McMahon? Yeah. Vince McMahon. Played by Ellen Burst- Burstyn, who is the original mom. For- so they fucking... From the Jamie Exorcist. Lee Curtis, essentially, this yeah. bitch. Yeah, David... No, the David not- Gordon greened it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, she's not... The- I'm saying the bitch is the movie, like, the franchise. Yeah, not her. Not the woman. Which, she's um, not, like, a character... Like, it's not... Like, it- if it was Reagan, I would maybe get it, but it was, like... Oh, or so Linda one- Blair. Yeah. I was just... Yeah. One thing is that she kept refusing to come back because they kept asking her, kept asking her, and she kept oh, refusing because yeah. she's like, yeah, because she's like, why the fuck she's would retired, I? She's retired, too. But... Are you about Linda Blair? Or? No, I'm talking about the old lady. But okay. um, oh, they, uh, they, they were just like, okay, we'll toss a bunch of money your way, but we'll also start like a college, uh, what is it, fund. program? Is uh, it fund? Um, in uh, your is name. it for her or is it for like it's, it's not for her but it's like yeah. for yeah it's like a program fund wouldn't be the or, um, um is it for, what is that? oh flinch it's flinch <laughs> yeah yeah uh no it's scholarship scholarship they started yeah, a scholarship in her name um and then she's like fine i'll do your fucking movie and then she's in this for 10 minutes um yeah she's in this movie for 10 minutes and they make it in, very like, a, clear yeah. they make it very clear they're like hey She's not an exorcist. She's just a pro. Yeah. She's just a, a I guess. Well, they make her why the like fuck a would they? Why would they ask her for help? Why would you go to the, yeah. to the, that, this is secondhand knowledge shit. You know what I mean? Why not just go to the, I don't know, the religious Actual fucking priest. freakazoids that Bishops. actually know how to handle this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Father <sighs> freakazoid. Yeah. But it's, it's just fun because she, she comes in and they put her like as like a pro and then, like, the first sign of trouble, she fucking gets, like... I mean, do you want me to say it? She gets fucking stabbed in the fucking eyes. 
Like, Wait, are you asking me if I want if I want you to say it? Well, I was like, should I spoil it or not? But I'm like, who cares this shit? Like, let me just say yeah. it, I guess. Like, yeah, dude, who cares? Gets, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. She she gets stabbed in the eyes and is luckily, I mean, I guess, or I don't even know if it's luckily. She's just, she's hospitalized for the rest of the movie with bandages over her eyes. Yeah, she becomes kinda, uh, Kenshi. It's weird. I think I turned to you and I was like, Kenshi. <laughs> I said Daredevil. <laughs> it's like, oh, nice. She's yeah. going to fight the exorcist as fucking blind. Oh, woman. and then I wanted to say this too, because, uh, but then yeah. another, the other scene started, uh, Madam Web. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, oh, for a movie. I thought you meant for yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, shit, maybe she, yeah, <laughs> even maybe. better, Madam Web. Um, God damn. So she gets, dude, she, she's literally in the movie for two minutes before she gets her eyes gouged out. And it's not even like, yeah. It's not even brutally done. It's not even it's not even like, oh my god, no way, that's CG. crazy. Exactly. Yeah. It's CG. It looks like shit. Um and yeah. she, so she goes to the she so Tanner has her, like he recruited her to his Avengers. Um they go to Catherine's family to check in on her and Catherine's upstairs like all possessed and that's she's the one that does the eye gouging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess she makes references to like Reagan being in hell, which is weird because like uh, Chris McNeil, the the Chris was like, I haven't seen Reagan in like a bit. She doesn't want to talk to me, but it's like sounds like she's alive. And then the the Pazuzu Catherine is like, she's dead. So you're just like, is Reagan alive or not? And then mm-hmm. yeah, it's just confusing for like the whole movie. Spoilers. Who uh, cares? But go on. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like it really is like a like a hundred year old woman and her like eighty year old daughter that like they're asking us to be. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. Let's. It's it's just so they can have a connection to the other Exorcist movies outside of Catherine looking like Reagan when yeah, she's possessed. bring them back. Um, but yeah, so basically from here, I think what Tanner kind of recruits like his own Holy Avengers. He's the Holy the Avengers. Next door, who Wait, was like a oh god nun that didn't she had an abortion so she never finished her nunnery they get a oh priest. so can i talk about the nun really quick yeah she, yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she you know in the beginning of the movie when it's setting everything it's so up funny, there's yeah. this there's this nurse who uh the nurse and the nun are the, are the same person um <laughs> the you know the uh the dad is the dad is uh dropping off the uh you know his daughter at school and right when they're, you know, getting in the car, the nurse is like, oh, you better move those cans and get, get your trash cans out of my driveway. It's going to be super easy. Yada, yada, yada. You know, it seems like she's a mm-hmm. crotchety old nurse. But then she yeah. actually ends up being the one who tends to Angela. And she's able to experience Angela's possession firsthand. And that's when Angela spills some secrets and is like, oh, I know some shit about you. And I know that you wanted to be a, uh, a nun or a nunce or whatever. And, um, uh, but you ended up getting an abortion and that's a bad thing. And, that's uh, very bad. I know you kissed you, Kyle in third grade. That's very and bad. You, and you suck. And the nurse is like, oh, and she ends up telling like, yeah. That's when she ends up bringing yeah. up the information. That's oh, in fact, yeah, that's how she brings up uh, Chris McNeil to to, to the dead. Yeah, yeah, because she's like, oh, oh <laughs> I used to be a nun, and we know yeah. about exorcisms, and I know an expert in exorcisms, and it's here you go, and it's fucking Chris McNeil. So uh, <laughs> I know we're jumping around a lot. I just remembered a scene that <sighs> made me fucking perplexed too. 
back when the girls were missing still there's a scene where tanner comes home and the house is like doors open or whatever and lights are on he's like what the fuck? oh so my god like, oh is it gonna be angela like uh, that's what i was like so are we gonna see the girls and they're possessed but we don't know like it's been three days and then he goes in the room there's like a lady there and you're like oh is that the dead mom or like who is that and then it turns out it's like his, his friend neighbor some drew carey um the drew carey's in this movie uh his neighbor drew carey brought some religious people to bless the house without telling him any of that so he's like it's like what the fuck yeah. are you doing <laughs> like yeah like, it's, it's insane insane it's person behavior so just like weird. oh hey um i know this like hate or i don't know if she's haitian but she's like oh i i, I brought this priestess here and like she's gonna help like like it's oh like also i'm sorry yeah. i'm sorry that i broke into your house too <laughs> And so those are two other people he recruits later on with, um, with the priest and the nuns is Drew Carey and his like spiritual like Haitian priestess or something. Uh, oh, and then the parents of uh, Catherine also are part of. It. There's literally like a scene in the church where they like line up and they're walking down the aisle like fucking Avengers or some bullshit. It's great. I, I like think that's when I stepped part. out to. Uh, that's when I stepped out to have a smoke break. <laughs> Because I was like, uh, no, really, I was like, I need a break from this movie halfway through watching yeah. it. Um, Chris McNeil gets taken out um, and they decide, holy shit, that was our only chance, I guess. <laughs> uh, but then they also happen. I, I forgot how they found this priest, but they find this like young priest. The who, nuns. Uh, the nuns the, that's one. right. The nuns knows she the priest. Like, yeah. Yeah. And she's uh Oh yeah, that's the other thing I wanted to say. The once, once, once the nuns reveals that she was once a uh, a nuns. a nun, her fucking yeah. voice changes. So at first she's like, "Hey, you guys better, yeah, dude." Uh, she's like, "Hey, you guys better stop being all fucking whatever. I'm all crotchety." And then she, once she reveals that she used to be a nun, she's like, "Yes." And then after that, it was my it was my sworn duty to to protect. Like she she like her cadence changed. It was so weird. Oh yeah yeah. She had nun voice changed, after that. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That's um, like, I thought you meant like it literally changed. But yeah no she she does like a full one eighty and kind of just like becomes the main character kind of for a bit for like a section for like the main. Well, she becomes like the Nick Fury of finding all the fucking yeah. holy men. But either way, there's a priest who's like, I don't know if it's his first movie or, you know, weird actor, but uh, <laughs> yeah. acting very, just weird acting on the priest part. Very like, uh, I don't know, felt like it was either, uh, like I said, a first time actor or just uh, someone that they, like a real priest or something, you know? Yeah. Um, yada, 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 fucking, what happens yeah, so next? They, they come up with the heist. And their heist is to tape these two girls together in the in the kitchen, in one of the in the house. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna it. exercise them. Yeah, yeah, together they're gonna put these two girls back to back, and exercise yeah. them in the same room. And so it's it's funny because they like set up all the people are there, and then the the priest comes and he's like, "Yeah, actually, like the bishop and the pope don't want me to do this shit, so you're on your own." The one thing that made me laugh the most was. Um, mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, I don't really think I could get... In- I-, I don't think I want to get involved in this because, like, yeah. I'm going to get hurt or something's going to... You know, like, people like yeah. people getting exercise aren't the only ones to get hurt. Like, priests die doing this. Like, I got to go. 
it's it's probably accurate like i'm sure exorcisms aren't really done because a lot of harm could actually happen in like real life you know to people mm. but it's just weird to wait like last minute because like there's a scene earlier where the priest is with like the like bishops and shit and they're all like oh shit this sounds serious like yeah let's see if we can do this and then it's like nah they said nah like last minute like so he he, yeah. he t- anoints the nuns to be the like head honcho essentially yeah. for the exorcism and, and so uh dumb effects honestly <laughs> well it's uh, so leading up to that um so yeah the nuns is uh put in charge and they manage to get the two girls out of a psychiatric hospital i i don't know how easy it is it's, for them to not, just be like that's not hard to, yeah because the, the dad not, has the dad would have um custody of the kids so he and he put her in so he can easily be like i want her out like yeah, that's fair enough yeah yes yeah, i mean so then, they go... yeah, catherine wasn't in the hospital either she was at the house or something that's right they were taking that's that was a big issue they too because uh yeah. yeah so um so they go and they take uh angela out of the mental hospital or whatever fucking hospital she's in um, and they tie these two girls down. They like strap them to to a chair, two chairs back to back that are like dead bolted and and like nailed into the ground. And they start performing this ritual, the the Avengers ritual, where there's like the Haitian priest doing different things, and then there's like they all go back and forth. They're all doing taking their turns. Fucking um, the priest like pours vinegar on them. Honestly, the Haitian priest seemed like she was like. She was doing, doing the most fucking yeah. damage. They should have just stuck with her. <laughs> damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, what the fuck? Well, the the my favorite part was there's like a part where I think when she puts the vinegar on the girls, they start like spewing out black smoke. And then so she lights a fire right next to them, which I don't know if the fireplace was like, I need to re-see that movie because it looked like they were in the kitchen and there shouldn't be a fireplace in the kitchen. But No, they're in the, so they're in like just, a living room. Was it? Okay. Maybe it's just the yeah. way it like, looked, but... She, she makes a fire, and then that smoke goes and fights, and we see for, like, a minute, two smokes fighting. So it's, like, a gray smoke and, like, a blue smoke, or, like, just, just like, it's literally smoke fighting. Yeah, it was so a smoke cool. fight. It was pretty, uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I never then, thought I'd see a smoke fight in an Exorcist movie. Yeah, better smoke fight than MK1, if I will say so myself. Ooh. Uh, I'm trying, and then, like, it just, for some reason, doesn't work or something or maybe is this where the girls are like all of a sudden like you have to make a choice oh no so so um yeah so as everyone's taking their turns and it looks like there's uh you know like the there there's been a big smoke fight or whatever uh (laughs) that's when the priest comes in and everyone's like yeah the priest you made it we're so glad that you, you you came and the first thing he does is like grab the girls heads which uh I think they specifically said not yeah, to touch them. Touch. They're like, yeah, don't touch them when you're the when we're doing the exorcism. So he grabs their heads and uh, gets <laughs> he he gets possessed and fucking snaps his own neck. Basically, just like turns his head uh, till it cracks. Yeah, till it cracks and fucking comes off the ball point like the the fucking peg or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he falls dead to the ground. And immediately that's when everyone's spirits are shaken and everyone's like, oh my God, what do we do? What do we do? And uh, the strongest person there should be the nuns, but the fucking girls, all they do are like, you're a whore. 
you you suck yeah. <laughs> and then the nun's like no nah, i can't do it yeah. <laughs> literally just they go away. down the line like you fucking suck you, you like suck trash. you or mm. your outfit sucks and it's yeah ooh. and like that literally uh, like disarms like half of them for like a like a minute. yeah they use vicious mockery and fucking take out mm. take out all damn near all of them <laughs> sheesh 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 and that um, is this the part where i think like the girls all of a sudden are like you have to make a choice one of us lives and one of us dies and like we'll become unpossessed which yeah is, like, so i guess a lie but also like, i weird. guess how does he know that or how does pazuzu know that they're losing or that he's losing that's, that's you know why. what i mean it's like it comes out of nowhere because there's no like like it's there's nothing that signifies that he's like oh fuck yeah. it like let me kill one I, to like ransom <laughs> so i thought know? the way the movie see like the 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 pacing at the end was very much like i thought that it was gonna be like a smash cut and it was gonna be like exorcist part one you know what i mean oh um, yeah i mean but yeah it's, there's two more supposedly but that's because it's so abrupt and it's very much like uh so the two girls are are possessed and they're tied you know whatever People, have, or I guess just the priest has died, which is very funny, because he's like, I don't want to die, I don't want to do this, and then he <laughs> dies. Um, yeah. yeah, there's nothing that really signifies why there should be a choice, but suddenly, Pazuzu's like, and now you must choose, uh, one yeah. lives, one dies, and it's like, I don't think that was set up throughout the entire movie, no. that, no, suddenly there's well, this, this, like, heel turn. Yeah, it's just arbitrary, and then, like, so at that time... Because they tell the parents, they tell Tanner, who's, again, only father, and then they tell the two parents of Catherine. And, like, in my mind, you're like, oh, shit, Catherine's dad is, like, kind of, like, a spineless guy, so you think he's going to be like, I choose you. But they, mm. they at that moment, they're like, oh, like, we're not going to choose. Like, they literally, the parents look at each other and are like, we're not choosing. Yeah, and we're waiting they it just out. Keep, yeah, I think they just keep going with the exorcist. Um, oh, and then we find out, I guess, that the dad through this scene originally when they were like you know going down the line dissing on everyone's clothes they'd go to the dad and they're like your shoes look like shit also i know mom you chose mom over me during in hayton when she was dying and so we yeah. see that scene that's and right that kind of just like Haiti. breaks him down yeah turns out she he didn't even want his daughter to live he wanted his wife to live i thought that was kind yeah. of like a oh but at that point yeah. i didn't care about the movie <laughs> exactly there's like little things here and there of like in a better movie, you know. Oh, in a better and movie. I'm trying to think what else happened. Because the next thing I remember is essentially the dad, I guess, is able to talk. And he's holding Angela at this point, I think, too. But he's able to talk Angela out of possession. But then the I don't dad, think he's holding her. Wasn't he like, holding like, her hand or something? He has they were like, the, 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 oh, the scarf, the scarf around her. So he, he has her like, yeah. But he's like kind of embracing. But he does have like the scarf, I think, or something. Um, and like, so she's starting to get unpossessed, but then that's when the dad of Catherine's like, I choose you, Catherine, go use spark plug. And then she <laughs> does like her cry and then gets a uh, full, full HP restore. Um, no, but, um, but then it's still, it's, what is it? She, Catherine still dies and Ath- Angela doesn't. <laughs> it's just weird. Cause it was like, not only were you lying, but like you killed her still. It was weird. And it, honestly, the whole, the entire thing was like, 
we're going to possess two girls. Oh my God, the whole yeah. new Exorcist movie. There's going to be two girls that we're going to possess. Now let's tie yeah. them together. <laughs> yeah, to make them what? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's interesting because there's two. And like the thing I, I think I remember telling you after the movie is like, I would be interested in either Tanner and Angela's story with like a single parent, like dad this mm-hmm. time in that house. Because that house is cool looking for like that situation. Or I'd also be interested in Catherine's family because she has like little siblings and, and two parents. And so what would that look like in an exorcist film? Yeah. And then they just botch both of them. So it's like, cool. They did nothing. <laughs> yeah, they did nothing. Yeah. Oh, another thing uh, we talked about is they set up that Angela is a vegetarian and there's no scene of her eating someone's like finger or like. So I have know, a raw meat or some bullshit. Some things that were set yeah. up that. that well, well, I guess. We already kind of talked about it, but yeah, the elaborate house, um, Angela being vegan. Uh, I think, I don't know if she was vegan or vegetarian. Um, Either or, but yeah. And photography because the, the, the dad is a photographer and there's like a lot of like lingering shots on his photography and the way he uses a camera. And I thought that maybe that was going to be used to like, I don't know. I thought that the camera was going to be used to like invoke the classic, like, pazuzu flash and then suddenly yeah. he's in like an image and then he's not and they, they don't do, do that do like a dis- they do one distorted photo when he's doing the family photo shoot remember the computer gets like distorted kind of like the ring for like a second but yeah i thought that was kind of cool but then i was also like wait why <laughs> and i remember being like that's weird but like again like you said i thought it would be something that comes up you know he takes photos of her and she has pazuzu's face and it's all blurry or some bullshit uh, it's so bad i'm trying to think there was one other thing that was like set up and not really paid off too well i guess um or, uh there's that one scene where you see like the face i think of the mom or someone in the background of like the dark in the darkness like for like a frame oh and that's the only, my only god thing that happens, yeah. like once like i thought it would be like all the time or like you know so i was looking in the background of most scenes and yeah nothing's going on like no there's spoops. Yeah, so there's a point in the movie where there's like a, uh, you know, uh, Angela's already, uh, she's been possessed and she's talking to her dad and it's the first night that she's home right before she pissed herself. Um, And she's talking to her dad and when it cuts to like her dad's shot, um, there's like a demon or like ghost behind him, but it's done like almost like the insidious movies where Darth Maul pops up behind um, that yeah. one dude. Literally, uh, that, yeah. It, it's done just like that, but it, like, who the I, fuck was that? Like, who, like, uh, was that the I wife? Say, actually, was that the, I don't know. Oh, God. I will say, I actually <sighs> lied, because that does come back, because while the girls are getting their exorcism, we cut to a big devil looking minotaur and then like a quick flash of like another giant demon like there's a few basically makes like stuff fraught probably from like the second or third movie or whatever's going to be the second or third movie but they're going to introduce yeah and what i'm hoping fingers crossed because it looks like they were in hell i'm hoping that the second movie the dad is like or like the the main characters, whoever it is, go to fucking hell because I'm like fuck it at this God, point. I don't want. That. There's no rails on this this train, so why not? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's that's it's set up. You can do. That's like, what the ending Catherine's, screamed basically. Yeah, I was gonna say the because Catherine's dead, so I'm wondering if and mo- the maybe the mom 
is like to the dad and like to Tanner and maybe crew. They get the Avengers again and they're like, let's go to hell and get Catherine back. Like, let's get her soul from hell. Cause yeah, let's exercise it. Hell. Yeah, you can, you could just exercise yourself to hell. Yeah, that's what it, I mean. Um, so, yeah, so at the end, um, <laughs> yeah. at the end, the priest and the daughter die. Um, and the police, yeah, yes. the police show up and everyone should be in jail. Uh, there's no way that this <laughs> yeah. movie that was maybe that might have been the most unrealistic thing about this movie is the fact that at the end nobody went to jail for the murder of a priest and a the child priest. in yeah. a weird cult-like uh, house with a bunch of religious freakazoids and the daughter had a fucking antichrist cross carved into her forehead oh, I didn't yeah. know none of these people all these people should have gone to jail it's insane <laughs> Like, how do they all get yeah, away no. with that? How do they, <laughs> how do they all get away with that? Yeah. Because after it's, that, it's... it just picks up, and then like the family's like, "Oh, now, now this is where we learn to grow and believe and believe in ourselves." And then it's like exorcist believer. <laughs> it ends on like a semi-warm yeah. note. Um, like the family's going, like, "Oh my God, Angela's going back to school. The dad's happier." fucking you know the the white family the conservative families like getting divorced and broken up um yeah. it's like yeah it's just weird to like get divorced over my daughter got possessed so we're getting divorced jonathan i can't believe that you chose catherine to get possessed and killed <laughs> our daughter i want yeah. a divorce <laughs> no i won't yeah that's right she has an accent Oh man, yeah, this movie. I'm surprisingly have a lot more to say, I guess, than I thought. Like I said, that first half had kind of intrigued me because, like, going in, I think you, I knew yeah. nothing about the movie outside of it was David Gordon Green, and I remember you mentioning like this movie's gonna suck, and I was like, oh god. So yeah. that first half came, and it wasn't as bad as I expected. I was kind of like, okay. See, I yeah, I thought the first half was cool, but I thought that it was just trying to harp on the uh, the original too much. But then yeah, once that uh, like 115 year old woman gets introduced into the movie, that's when it just <laughs> yeah. completely. Le- once that 300 pound woman gets introduced into the movie, yeah, <laughs> yeah she, it's fucking 300 yeah. fucking 5,000 pound woman. No, no. <sighs> I guess actually, real quick, this makes me one because, I mean, I do want to see the sequels at some point. Oh, yeah. Just out of curiosity, uh, maybe we'll come back and rank them all, um, like all of them. <laughs> Have you Ranks seen assist? Dominion in the beginning? So, you know, at first those movies did not ring a bell, but then I realized I had both on DVD, Ooh. and I would confuse them for each other. <laughs> you want to know why that is? Because, go on. It's I the same movie. I... I know why, uh, yeah. It's yeah, the, I guess for the same audience. movie. It's yeah. literally the same movie. It has the same... I mean, there's some differences, honestly, but... It's the Stellan Sar- Selling Skarsgård is the same character in both movies, and also there are all the other characters. Of the, like, it's literally the same... It's a remake of the same movie, almost, too, but with the same oh cast. My God. It's, same, a, it's a Justice it's League... Justice League Zack Snyder situation. Kinda, I guess. Eh, maybe not. Like it, but it, no, I get what you no, mean. But because they do change the cast, like ninety-five percent of the cast is different. 
They use some of the same locations. They use worse effects in some... Like, Dominion's worse, technically, because of the effects. But it's, like, funner because of the bad effects. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a treat. But also, what the fuck? Okay, so I took an edible when I was watching them. And I legit did a <laughs> double take. Because I was like, did I put on the same fucking movie twice on accident? Because I did not expect... Oh, you didn't know that be... at first? I So I thought it was... I knew that Dominion was the first one. And then they got a new director and he shot i had heard he shot like the whole movie over so i expected Damn it near. to be completely yeah. different i thought it was gonna be different completely because there's some differences but it's pretty much the same movie there's like I some the third act here and there. mostly third act i mean different um sets too i mean the beginning looks better most of the time the hyenas are in both and if you know you know but yeah that's again we got to come back and do like a all six or maybe when all all three are out do all nine or whatever it is because mm-hmm. uh the one i remember mainly is that it's in like yeah. i think an african village that's being like i want to say ravaged by pazuzu um mm-hmm. like locusts and like like swarms and shit um famine uh yeah. and father Marin comes in and I think there's a fuck. Okay, so this is where it's gonna get like like messy, but yeah, I think this uh, time around it's like a. It, is it a small boy who's possessed? No, I think it's a small boy that they okay. think is possessed. They think it's possessed, but then it's but the it doctor. actually turns out it's the it's the doctor that's actually possessed. Yeah, that's and the she's kind of hot. Yeah, she's okay. That's the beginning, and it's funny because Dominion does the same thing where you have the boy, but the boy actually is possessed, and the doctor. What? Is. So it's it's just switch. That's literally the same. Yeah. That's why I was like, the minute you said the boy you think is possessed, I'm like, okay, now I know which one this is. And I remember yeah. they do both of them end in like an underground catacomb. Yep. Yep. That's one looks sick. like a, oh, I did. I took a note. Dominion, I will say, looks kind of like a Goosebumps or like a Power Rangers uh, show at times. <laughs> so that that cavern Maybe looks it more was like reshot. a Power Rangers. What's up? Maybe because like terrible, as in it was resh- like because because of the reshoots. No, this is the original one. The first oh. one, the reshoot oh. one looks better. Like the the oh, first wow. one, the cave. It's like a cave where the beginning, and it's funny because I watched them in reverse order too. So it's like uh, it's confusing. But the beginning <laughs> has, like, an actual temple underground that looks like, okay, like, it's, like, kind of, like, it looks like, um, it makes me think of, like, um, like, a Halo 2 Master Chief collection or something where it's, like, here's, like, the shitty graphics, and then here's what we were lo- trying to do back then, uh, you know, like, yeah. when we up-res it. This is what the temple, like, underground's supposed to look like, but, yeah, it's, yeah, they're bad. I, I will say, I do think Believer might be better than the the two f- prequels i guess really the two fours really? it's it's tough because i saw the same movie twice and they both sucked so it's kind of hard to be like and they kind of blend a little too much too so it's hard to separate them just like the girls like the twin girls they, they're back to back you know and they're put back together to back you can't movie. separate them yeah ah <sighs> man that's the thing we're like okay so you have the first exorcist and obviously like Obviously, it's awesome. It's uh, fucking changed horror. But then, yeah, yeah, you got Exorcist 2, which that one's a mess, right? It's like super... uh, Yeah, yeah, god damn it. Not 
not really memorable, but if it is memorable, it's for the wrong reasons. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just say it's memorable. What's the to plot? Me. What's the like rundown on that really quick? Yeah, not like nothing sure. too major. No, I know. Um, what is it? So Reagan is the main character. She's working in like a psychiatric hospital, mm. which is funny because she's there and like, oh, I'm possessed, but I'm not anymore. And it's like, so you're with the kids like there's a scene where there's a kid that's quiet the whole movie that talks and then she's like you're talking he's like i'm autistic and she's like oh and i'm like okay it's yeah and then mm. there's like a lot of like um what is it brain they have like a machine that kind of lets you do like telepathy and so she kind of has telepathy and then they go to africa and then they go back to the original house and break it and that's pretty much it it's a little all over the place it's memorable but it's it's memorable for like scenes, not the whole movie. Is uh, Pazuzu in it? Yes, yeah, actually, where he gets named or name dropped in the uh, uh, that's movies right. at least, because the book yeah. has it, but not the original. None, none of the none of the extras, I think, actually have it, except for two. Hmm. Yeah, that, there's some cool stuff, but yeah. But then you get to three, and that's the thing: is like three is insane. Three is such a good movie. Yeah. But it's so entirely different that, like, it's straight up a murder mystery, uh, a fucking detective caper where there's, like, this old grizzled detective who, like we said earlier, is the guy from the first one. Um, yeah, like, his friends are slowly dying and his friends happen to be priests and and it becomes, like, tied into, like, this, <laughs> this Gemini killer who, you know... He's very much, like, influenced by, like, the real-life Zodiac killer. And he's, like, yeah. committing all these murders that, like... That one, the original uh, Gemini killer was killed. Um, he was executed. And then 15 years later, this guy's coming back and, like, you know, somehow he's returned and he's fucking doing all these murders. And they're trying to figure it out. It's just, uh, it's really well-paced. It's scary i think it's got one of the like most famous jump scares in in yeah. like <laughs> cinema um yeah and not only that but it's got like great direction great acting um especially from like the main detective oh my god and brad dorff too i forgot i forgot yeah. brad dorff's brad in there Dorf, George C. Scott, dude holy shit literally Samuel like jackson Ugh, so i forgot i i forgot like well there was a point where i'm watching the movie and there's legit like Maybe a 15 to 20 minute monologue from, uh, no, no, that might be too much. Maybe like a 10 minute it's, monologue yeah, from Brad Dorff. It's Dorf. a good one though. Yeah. So good, man. Um, but it's also so entirely different from what came before it, you know, like, like it's, it's in the exorcist verse, the exorverse, but it, it was actually, what am I trying to say? It's like in the exorcist. Alone. It's so standalone to the point where when they were making the movie, they're like, fuck, we got to put an exorcist scene in there. But yeah, no, it's it's a good one. And it's weird because I feel like a lot of people talk shit about, not talk shit, but just don't like the ending or endings. And I will say I don't personally have a problem with the like either. I mean, the, the theatrical ending I like a little bit more because it feels more theatrical where the other one just kind of feels a little bit more real. Um, for which one for the exorcist three like the the theatrical one where it's like all the theatrics going on and i don't want to spoil it i guess but a lot more shit happens where the director's cut 
like I don't know if you've seen it, but it's really short and straight to the point, and it's kind of more realistic, but it's not a good movie ending because it's like you just watch two hours of a movie and then it's done like that, you know. Um, I think I think that might have been the one that I've seen because I just rewatched it. Mm. Um, uh, is it where? Spoilers. Uh, Let's leave it on. It's fine. Skip ten seconds ahead. Uh, the director's cut is the one where he just shoots him, just point blank. Yeah. Yeah, so that actually, funny enough, that ending, uh, no more spoilers. So that's the ending I ended up seeing, the director's cut one. And I think because of how abrupt it is and how, like, saccharine it is, it, I, I think it just works so much better. Because, uh, I, dude, it's I was really invested. Book, yeah. I was really invested watching it. And, like, genuinely, when it got to that point, I cried. Yeah. I cried. I, but it was more of like a... It was more of like a fuck, man. I can't believe like because it's kind of like <laughs> a gut punch. Coaster. Yeah, it's very much well, like a gut punch at the end. That's what I'm saying. I like both endings are fine. It's just a lot of people don't like them. I don't know. And I'm like, hmm. it, I I feel like any review I see of Exorcist three, they're always like, it's such a good movie, but both endings suck or the ending. Su-. And I'm like, interesting. What? Like I think they they suck. They're good. I don't know. I'm like, it doesn't. Yeah, the movie's fine, but. God, that's so stupid. I had one question, I guess, and hypothetical for you. Let's David Gordon Green finishes up his Exorcist trilogy. What's the next trilogy you want him to work on? And it has to be like a requel. It has to have uh, uh, someone from the original come back, if as possible. Oh man, I feel like okay. So, so it's gonna be a trilogy <laughs> be, because or, it's so near, so near and dear to my heart. Well, sure. I was going to say Evil Dead, but I don't think Evil Dead, well, that's not true. Evil Dead really did change, like, horror comedy, action horror comedies, and, like, yeah. 80 horror movies. I mean, look at Boneyard. Um, it definitely <laughs> did have a big impact on the, on the genre, much like Halloween and um, uh, The Exorcist. I'm going to say Psycho. I'm going to say he's going to put his, he's going to fucking dip his dirty (laughs) fucking fingers into Psycho. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how he's going to do it exactly. Who's the returning character? Fucking Norman Bates. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's going to be Norman Bates, but he's going to be the, oh my God. He's going to be the, 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 like the mom in the first one. Oh, so his kid. It's like his kid. Yeah, it's going to be his kid. Yeah. So, yeah. So spoilers. Is Norman Bates we there or is it his corpse? <laughs> spo- Why are we spoiling Psycho? <laughs> are you I mean, fucking Psycho's kidding me? <laughs> fucking 80 years old. We shouldn't even be spoiling The Exorcist 3. <laughs> Spo- spoiling? No, I mean, well, skip ahead. Fine, cut that. Cut <laughs> skip ahead. Skip ahead yeah. to the end, to the skip. plugs. Yeah, yeah. No. It's all right. So my choice, actually, for this david gordon green trilogy of trash uh so he did he did halloween which is like like late 80s or i mean like sorry late 70s kind of 80s ish then he did exorcist which is 70s like early 70s so i was like why not let's like jump to jaws 60s and yeah i think it would be a trilogy or like a requel trilogy for jaws one of the brody kids comes back uh you know we the first movie is kind of just like a repeat of the first jaws 
second one's maybe like Jaws three, but like switched a little. Like, like it is like the same similar setting. And then the third one, it's gonna be Jaws, but then there's gonna be an orca that's there, that's trying to like usurp Jaws. But then at the end, Jaws gets his powers back and kills the orca, and then finishes off that's the movie. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's you know, hot take. I sure. think David Gordon Green could probably make a pretty good Jaws movie. He would just have to <laughs> not. He just he has to make a comedy. <laughs> no, he just has to make a comedy. Yeah. Like, dude, if he just went back to making, because yeah. if you remember, like, uh, I want to say Jaws Four was originally going to yeah. be like a National Lampoon's movie, and it was going to be Jaws mm. Four People Zero. Um, That's three. I think three was. Or is that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they should just is. fuck it. Just do that. You know, fucking yeah. have a. Have Danny McBride, Danny McBride aka exactly, like yeah. Fish. Have him be the star. Like I'm I trying mean, to, to fucking fair, go it's... out into the middle of the ocean and fish. It's much like The Exorcist. You're not gonna top Jaws one, or you're not gonna top no. The Exorcist one unless you're Exorcist. The only reason Exorcist three tops the first one is because it's this fucking writer of the movie and book who was like, I can do better. <laughs> like that's the only way maybe to beat even three or one is to like have mm-hmm. William Freakin. Uh, that's no. But is it Blatty or Freakin'? Blatty. Freakin' is the... Freakin' is the director. The director. Okay, so Bl- have Blatty come and write... Do, do the next movie. Which is also yeah. sad to hear that... Um, was it... Which one passed... Let me one second. Which one passed? Uh, Freakin'. Yeah. So which is really sad because like Freakin' died before... Like, I mean, he wasn't in, in favor of Exorcist Believer. But like he died before i don't know like it almost feels kind of like it's like i don't even want to be alive for this movie almost or so you know my closing thoughts um are it's going to be a quote from william friedkin on exorcist believer the guy who made those new halloween sequels is about to make one to my movie the exorcist that's right my signature film is about to be extended by the man who made pineapple express (laughs) i don't want to be around when that happens but if there's a spirit world and I could come back, I plan to possess David Gordon Green and make his life a living hell. Oh, Did he actually say that? <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, David Gordon Green, better watch your ass. This shit. Uh, I guess if I'm going to give this movie uh, my final thoughts, um, it would be, this movie sucks cocks in hell. That's hey. it. Hey exorcist believer exorcist i don't believe her um yeah exorcist uh don't exercise because uh believe us when we tell you mm. that this movie <laughs> fucking <Ooh>. blows <laughs> uh <laughs> but yeah go watch blue beetle yeah <laughs> there you go better movie better scary movie uh yeah that's funny oh gosh oh I'm so scared. It's so dark. it's me, Dala. I'm so scared. It's so dark in this cabin. Whoa. Who's who's whose hands are on my shoulders? Who is that you? Now I told you this cabin's full of scary people and scary folk. Here, let me give you a shoulder rub. You look pretty oh. tense. Oh. Thank you. Hey, thank you. get oh, off man. of him, old man. Why'd you spit on that guy? Jeez. I mean, he thanks for you. Like, he let me go. But yeah, he was Jesus. giving you a disgusting old man massage. Uh, hi, guys. Gibbledang here. Well, thank- oh, get- who's behind oh, you? Oh, my God. No. It's like, get off my shoulders. Someone's holding my shoulders. Who are you? Greg? 
Oh. Oh wait. Oh, sorry. It's let me let me put on the yeah. Let me put on the lights real quick. Flick. Oh yeah. Hey, Greg. It's me, Greg the Vampire. <laughs> you guys were talking about me, and you were talking a lot of shit last time. And I've come to set the record straight. I'm a daywalker. I can speak. <laughs> I can come up on audio. I was sick that day. I had a cold. Uh, turn the lights back off. You were still here, Greg. What the hell? Why didn't you speak up if you were sick? You're still here. I had a cold. It's... My throat was hurting. Uh, fine, fine. All right. Well, Greg, do you want to take over the intro and you want to introduce the podcast? Yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, Greg. It's your turn. I lied. I'm not Greg. I, I wouldn't know how to introduce a podcast. I'm I'm not Greg. <laughs> let me take off this uh, let me take off Damn. this Dracula costume that I'm wearing. But you have that rubber Greg mask. What the hell? I, who I know. who is that underneath? Look, I'm getting it off. It's cool. Rip. But yeah, no, uh welcome to No Dumb Idea, Dumb Podcast. It's spooky time of year. And we're honored to be joined by our second guest, Lag Nine K or Nine Thousand. Would you like to Introduce like yourself, titular in the hey, Lag 9K. That's me. I'm Lag 9K. I, uh, you know, I've known Dalla and Gilbert for a little while now. Been a good friend. Uh, I do the music. You guys have probably heard the titular <laughs> music for the No Dumb Idea podcast. That rocking. That tunes. was me. Uh, I want to meet the one person that skips it every time. They've never heard the songs. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's okay. I understand. It's okay. That's I forgive them for I, doing that. <laughs> I will say this: the song is probably the best part of the podcast, though. To be fair, it's true. My favorite minute of the, of the podcast. <laughs> Outro, intro. Oh yeah. Uh, thanks again for the remake of the the spooky version. I love it. What uh was some of your inspiration, if you don't mind my asking? Um, honestly, I was trying to make something that sounded scary. And a little bit almost like Halloween-esque, a little, give you a little bit of an Evil Dead kind of feel, but um, apparently the only way I make that work is if I make it have like a Memphis Trap kind of sound to it, which is like really funny because <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like I was like, all right, I, I guess this is what I'm going for, but yeah, not. Nah. <laughs> The first time I like listened to it, I was like, "Wait, what? This sounds like so different." But then I was like, "Oh, I hear it." And then like, I think I told you it's like I love the like little goblinish sounds of the name of the podcast and oh, thank you. I, all that's just that like, was that was probably my yeah. favorite part to do was doing all the little voices and stuff, and getting the different like screams. <laughs> and, yeah. Always killing it. Nice. Introduce us. What uh? So you're a big horror geek, lag nine thousand. You know what uh? You're a big geek. I hear. I hear. That's a <sighs> rumor going around. Yeah, yeah. Um, my my partner Erica would definitely say that I'm a big old nerd, and so uh, I'm pretty partial to a lot of horror stuff. That's that's generally my main bag. Um, As I say, you also seem to be a big One Piece fan because you got a lot of One Piece in the background. Uh, I'm a big anime guy too. I am a big anime guy. One Piece is definitely something I got into a little later, uh, just yes, because, yes. like I was saying, my partner uh, introduced me to One Piece and got me to watch it, got me a little bit more invested in it because I didn't really give it that much time of day before. Uh, I always thought it was kind of goofy and a little dorky, but <laughs> it's actually but it was scary. scary. Dude, it's terrifying. 
There's so many yeah. spooky, Pirates? scary scenes. There's skeletons everywhere. Most terrifying of all. Yeah, the most terrifying monster of all, skeletons. But yeah, go on. Yeah, Sorry, go on. I interrupted you. Uh, you like spooky, spooky, scary stuff, you were saying? Yeah, no, I'm a big uh, spooky, scary guy. I like the spooky, scary things. I mean, uh, and then outside of just like my nerdy interests, I'm also like a big music nerd. I've always been really into music. I've been in bands like my whole life. Uh, I'm still in a band right now, uh, actually. And, you know, I play my, I do my thing. I like to play shows and like oh yeah you do mm-hmm. yeah but it's but it's cool you know i like th- those are my general interests it's, it's generally my nerdy stuff and my horror stuff i'm uh i you know growing up i read a lot of marvel comics i was um i would dabble in a couple of dc heroes like i was a big green lantern guy which is really funny because nobody's a big green lantern guy but <laughs> yeah but I dug on Green Lantern pretty hard. That, that fool had some cool shit. Yeah, I mean, generally that's uh, I guess that's my thing. Not to get too into like an interviewee phase, but I am. I'm curious for your music endeavors. What's like your biggest inspiration? Like your current band? What would you say are some of your big inspirations? So that way people could kind of get an idea of what to expect. Uh, okay. Well, my band's uh, the Tower of the Fool, and Whoa. we we play. I guess like a. Yeah. I guess it's like hardcore, metalcore adjacent, whatever you want to call it. I'm not really too picky about labels like that. Um, but I guess the best examples I could think of is, you know, and I, I'm just hoping that if anybody's listening, they know who this is. It's like bands like Incendiary, um, a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of like a glass jaw kind of vibe sometimes, but usually leaning a little bit heavier and a little bit less melodic but More um country a little less rock and roll yeah. a little twang yeah. vibe you know we like to get the uh we like to get a little little hoedown going here and there but uh you know it's <laughs> yes it's generally yeah. really aggressive music uh and it's something that has always been a really great outlet in my opinion for like aggressive energy and emotion so like yeah that's generally just the the gist of the band and I mean, if you like heavy, aggressive music, I think you'd like the band. And here's a clip of uh, of, uh, of uh, last week's one of the songs right now. Right now, go. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like that, check out uh, Tower of the Fool. <laughs> if, if you didn't like that, also check them out because it's probably nothing like that. Actually, <laughs> it's a lot better. <laughs> oh shit! I don't know. I thought it was pretty accurate. Yeah, fair. Thank you. Appreciate that. But yeah, uh, I guess to jump into our weeks, uh, since we're on the topic of you lag, what uh, what's your week been like? Any spooky stuff this this Halloween month? Um, the spookiest thing is I've been working this new job, Ooh. and I work with a really old man. <laughs> 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 that reminds me of the meme where it's like fucking corporate people like now they're like 27 or something and like realizing their their enemies phyllis that's like 40 with kids in their office <laughs> it's like this guy's yeah. probably like an old man he's probably like a grand uh got grandkids he does Mortal enemy. i know his grandson <laughs> he's Hell probably yeah. younger, than you. <laughs> younger than you shit no, his grandson's my age. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, get some brewskis. I was going to say, beat the shit out of him. Do both. Assert your dominance. Yeah, do both. 
No, yeah, I, I was telling Gib too. I think before you got on uh, lag, just that like this week, not this uh, today particularly, has been kind of a weird kind of vibe. Like I'm not sick or anything. I just feel like the day's vibe is kind of weird. So I'm feeling not sad, but just kind of mellow or kind of like in a little bit, not a depression, not like significant, I guess. I don't know. Just, just trying yeah. to normalize kind of having those like meh days. And there's nothing like particularly. It happens. Just kind of one of those days where it's like, I literally I was like, there's been a bunch of car crashes I saw. Like not in active, but like the post crash and shit. And so I'm just like, God damn, did I just go, go home, be safe? You know, just take care of yourself, make sure, you know, nothing goes wrong, kind of. I feel like Final Destination almost, yeah. in a way, you know? Just bubble wrap myself. Yeah, those, uh, sometimes you have days like that, sometimes you have hours, or even months. But, uh, definitely normalize them. It's, uh, it's alright. It's, uh... Yeah, I, I'm excited for the podcast. It's, doing your best. Yeah, I, it's not, like, affecting me too much. What about you, Gib? What you got going on? Yeah, so one thing I meant to talk about, I think, maybe two weeks ago... <laughs> Uh, I saw hmm. the last voyage of the Demeter, the, uh, oh, nice. Dracula on a boat. Uh, not too bad. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, honestly, it felt more like a movie from like the 2010s, but <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It, it was like a, I would have been interested to see where the story went, but the thing was, it wasn't scary. Like it was, it was I didn't cool. Think so, like from there the was, trailers, it didn't look like it. There's never a moment where I was like, "Whoa, that's creepy," or like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that just happened." Like it felt mm-hmm. very safe. Yeah, not the best horror movie I've seen, but I didn't mind it. Just thought I'd share that though. Yeah, actually, quick Ooh. question. I guess like the vibe I got from the trailers made it seem like it was like a almost like a horror action movie, if you know what I'm saying, kind of. Is that kind of closer, do you think, or no? It kind of, like, borderlines on action, but it's more like there are scenes that are tense, and they happen to have guns, and they they happen to have, mm. like, people doing things, but I wouldn't necessarily yeah. say it's, like, action. Yeah, like, it's horror first, but it just... I'm trying to think of, like, a, the equivalent. I don't know if you got one in mind, but I'm, I, I feel like there's, like, that... There's, like, that genre of, like, almost action horror, in a sense, but... That's you know, my mind doesn't want to go to to like Van Helsing, but it's not like that, not at all, actually. <laughs> it, um, not I don't that know. That, that's that's probably a good example, though, of an action horror kind of thing. I think. What about you, uh, Lag? Have you seen it? Have you seen uh, Last Voyage? I have not seen Last Voyage. <gasps> Gas. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would say the, the, he likes but, werewolves. He doesn't really care about vampires, even though he's Greg. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Vampires Rip. could like werewolves. That's okay. Team wolves. Oh. Haven't you seen Twilight, dude? You obviously can't. Uh, of course, I've seen Twilight. Duh. Duh. Well, jokes on you because uh, the werewolves don't even appear in Twilight. They appear in New Moon. Sucker. Got you. Got him. Also, another not uh, shapeshifters. Shapeshifters. Um, another thing that I've been uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't watch. Can't do it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> fucking burn um <laughs> another thing i started watching is the uh the legend of vox machina it's a animated series mm. on amazon prime it's a uh yeah it's an animated adaptation of the critical role uh D campaign 
It's uh, they're like oh, that's famous D and D role players that uh, the, they're all like really good voice actors or like actual voice actors. Um, yeah. And yeah, like so, I don't know how long ago the campaign was, but the the series came out like two or three years ago, and it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. It's a lot of fun. You could definitely tell, like, you, you know, having played D and D, and 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 the the three of us happen to be in a in a D and D group together. Uh, watching the show, you could be like, oh, that was a check, or oh, that was you know, yeah. It, it definitely it's, has the imagine- energy of a campaign. So it's like they took the campaign as like the uh, screenplay and then kind of fleshed it out. Yeah, yeah. So you could sense. watch like um, you could watch like from campaign to the scene like on YouTube. Mm. Uh, I've been watching those mm. videos too. Like it's it's very interesting cool. to s- yeah, I didn't even think about to that. see it like improved out and then to see it animated. Yeah. No shit. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. So I definitely recommend that, um, especially if you play D and D. It's just uh, really creative stuff. Really fun. Uh, really fun show. Have you uh, have you seen it, Lag? Uh, no, but I've always been seeing stuff about it. There, that's been like a big thing lately. I mean, you know, the D and D movie was made not too long ago. That one came out a little while ago. Uh, I mean, ever since like I hate to say it like this, but like since like the Stranger Things like boom, yeah, it feels like D and D became so much more popular and like more more like just normalized in the public eye it seems but i think that one would probably be interesting i'll probably give it a shot yeah i was gonna say i've always it's funny i've heard of that show but i never knew it was an adaptation essentially of a D <laughs> campaign of a same beer pretty popular yeah same here the the one that i watched that got me into like really made me curious about D was a uh, harman quest which is like the yeah, same time yeah. as stranger things kind of roughly i think i mean after it but yeah you know Actually, the uh, one of my favorite graphic novels, which I'm going to recommend right now, because uh, I'll probably forget for plugs, and it's relevant, is uh, Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. It's a great crime <laughs> novel about these four kids that play D&D that, like, the main character, she, her dad is, like, uh, what he's a single dad, and he's, like, stuck on hard times, and basically she's like, let's go rob a bank, us four D&D kids, uh, to help my dad basically get out of, like, debt. And it's fucking wild. It's fun time. It's, <laughs> you know, does it, it plays with the D and D stuff like a little bit, but not too much. But it's like fun because there's like the parts where they imagine themselves as like the wizards and shit. And there's like you know the reality of what actually happened. Highly recommend. Fireball. Really fun. And he's dead on the floor, <laughs> shot dead by security. Yeah. I think there's, <laughs> I think there is a scene if I remember where he's like, I'll use like a thing, and then he gets shot, and he's like, Oh, oh come man. on, no. You know? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Spoilers. It's good. It's great. It's but great. yeah, if you if you like D and D, I really recommend checking that show out. Um, I actually started on the wrong episode. I started in the middle of season two, and I was like, Jesus "Oh my god, they really start you off in the middle of this, don't you?" <laughs> and but it opens up immediately. It opens up with like the barbarian character. He's uh, he's like holding on to the tail of a dragon as it's flying through the sky. And immediately I'm uh, like... To be fair, it doesn't sound like it opens up. It sounds like it middles up with a barbarian. Yes. Because you watched it from the middle. Yes. So uh, so it middles up with the barbarian <laughs> uh, gripping a dragon tail as it's flying through the sky. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is definitely like classic uh, D&D moves, like D&D bullshit moves. Uh, especially because I play a barbarian. 
And I'm just like, yeah, I can imagine my character doing some bullshit like that. But, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. You know, I've been watching that. uh, And just, (laughs) so my save file on Baldur's Gate fucked up. Um, Again? No, did I? Was this like last time? Did I mention last week that my save file fucked up? You you did, or two weeks ago? Okay, cool. I was just like, did it fuck up a third time or second time, or whatever? Yeah, so it'd be a yeah, so, so it did fuck go. up a second time. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so it, it, it keeps fucking up in the middle of Act Three, and so mm. I have gotten to the th- I've gotten to that point twice now, and I've had to restart. And so I've just been like, I've tried to restart for a third time, but I'm just like, no, like, like all hope is gone. I know it's going to, I know it's going to shit out (laughs) on me soon. So I'm just like, I'm over it. And, uh, I've been focusing, you know, without that in my life, you know, I feel a lot more clean, clear headed, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, but I've been focusing more on like my creative stuff. Cause I've just been like, okay, I'm not going to use all my free time to like, you know, just play video games you know i've been i've been working on customs if you follow my uh gibbledang account uh speaking of dnd i'm working on my own campaign working on my own comic book right now um which speaking of depression you know sometimes i i had started working on this project a long time ago and uh i have my ebbs and flows of creativity and you know depesh- depression is a <laughs> depeche mode uh, depression is thinking. a real <laughs> <laughs> yeah depression is a real you know it can make my creativity be stagnant or or you know or yeah it can make my creativity be stagnant and so recently i've kind of had it i felt it like felt it kind of come back to me a little bit more so i'm like oh i'm going to ride mm, this wave nice. as it as it comes to me you know yeah, so, chip away. Uh, yeah, you know, just been working on my creative stuff. Uh, <laughs> I guess last thing I've kind of, I don't know, just last thing uh, I've been thinking about. Ah, well, no, we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. I've just been really thinking about Bioshock lately. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I watched a, like a retrospective okay. about the, yeah. the whole franchise and the timeline and shit. That shit is crazy, man. Like they eventually made it so that. They eventually made it so that, like, they all just, like, loop into each other. Like, because mm-hmm. after Infinite, the DLC for Infinite made it so that, yeah, it just, everything is, like... It's like a loop. Oh, well, what you didn't know is that, like, she went back in time and influenced this happening in the original gotcha. Bioshock game and this and that and, like... Which is kind of cool, I guess. But, uh, you know, big franchise I was into when I was a kid and, uh... Yeah, I see. I I guess they're making a fourth one. There's rumors about it being set in like uh, either Alaska or Antarctica, like the ice, basically. Mm. I was gonna make a joke like in the dirt because they've done water. No, that's always what I. Yeah, that's always what I thought would have been next, like a subterranean um, Bioshock. They should do it on a volcano. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. I was thinking like a a (laughs) desert too. Fuck it, do all three. Okay. If they do it in the okay, lava, so Bioshock in a desert, that would be pretty cool. Oh, go on. If they do it in That'd a volcano, fire. yeah, fire society with lava, pretty fire. Ooh, yeah. The technology runs on steam and fire. What if See, it was like fucking... ancient Bioshock? Would that would that be too different? Like prehistoric or what? 
Like dinosaurs? Yeah. So there, there are a bunch of cavemen and dinosaurs, and the big daddies are dinosaurs. <laughs> Only if they well, call it to be Dino fair. Shock. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Dino yes. Shock. All right, cool. I want Dino this. Shock. Dino Shock yes. 4. Just kidding. Ooh. Ooh. Deforno no. Shock. I, I actually want it to be called um, Dino Crisis 4, but it's mm-hmm. not a sequel to the Dino Crisis series. It's a sequel to Bioshock. Oh, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> I'd be a little disappointed yeah. as a as a fan of Dino <laughs> Crisis, yeah. but no, that's also true. pretty funny. It, the funny thing is, if you did Dino Crisis four, it'd still work. Like it'd be confusing for both. Like which what? Like because they ended with Dino, Dino Crisis three, so it would make fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, Bioshock four should be Dino Crisis four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how we should make sequels now. <laughs> yes. Fuck them over. Take the name before Capcom can get it. Uh, but yeah, Bioshock in the ice. I don't know. I, to cool. me, it's not too different. It's just colder yeah. water, so I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, that's exactly why. It's like, it'll look different. Like in fact, you go to like an icy part of the level in, um, you know, in the Bioshock. In the Bioshock game, so. This is true. So fucking whatever. So who fucking cares it's rumors we'll see maybe it'll be like space who fucking knows space shock that's what they're they're called system shock oh that's a better one they should make that yeah and then they should remake it again anyway (laughs) fuck it out all right lag you're a big music or do you have any more actually sorry john give me one second oh they just announced morbius 2 did they really? No. <laughs> I was about to say, what the fuck? Oh, wait, no, yeah, they did. It's called Tubius. Tubius, more, but the S is the two. Morbius, damn it, no, it's called Morbius, actually. Like more, M-O-R-E. More, yeah, M-O-R-B. B-S. Uh, B-S, yeah. It's, Anyways. It's yeah, another bit of news is Jim Leader Nate and I are going to try to make our own, um, kind of like, uh, tcg like trading card game um yeah yes yeah. don't want to get too much into it but uh nice so far it's, is it it's, it's fun is it with the the pokemans that you mentioned last episode the, the like the made-up ones maybe oh not the made-up ones no <laughs> oh okay not the <laughs> no not the, the, the real monkey ones. dumb <laughs> no 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 yeah, no the, be... the ones that you and nate uh gym leader nate talked about uh the pokemon power and money capitalism oh uh maybe we might you know to uh tweak some designs that were that were in there and and use them for this for something else we'll Well, see we shall see in due time if you do want a noki dumb you do have to pay me royalties sorry so no no i will no god no (laughs) but speaking of royalties speaking of uh (laughs) royalties king lag nine thousand my lord, tell me what, uh, tell us what the plan is for, uh, for us yeah, peasants I today. I hear you have a fun music activity for us peasants. Hi guys, Gibbledang here. Uh, speaking of those audio issues, we lost the premise! Uh, isn't that fun? So, uh, just a quick rundown, um, the premise for this week was to make a music playlist, you know, based off of Monsters in Cinema. You know, as 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 prompted by our our awesome host Lag Nine Thousand, 
yeah, that was the prompt for this week. Um, I chose a xenomorph. Uh, uh, Lag9000 chose... It Follows Man from It Follows. Chose it Follows. Everyone from It Follows. And Dala, what did you choose? Um, I chose Ghostface from the titular Ghostface. Yeah, which actually it turns out Dala's audio was the only one to get captured. <laughs> so Not uh, cursed. So we're gonna put the playlist up either way, you know. Uh we'll show who who chose the songs for the Xenomorph or, or you know, which artist goes to the Xenomorph, which artist goes to It Follows and Ghostface. But uh yeah, thank you guys for for sticking with us through these technical difficulties and enjoy enjoy the the rest of the cursed episode i imagine the xenomorph opens its mouth the little mouth comes out it on the little mouth on the tongue little mouth thing it has headphones listen to this song <laughs> exactly yeah See, but, uh, I imagine that the xenomorph opens his mouth and then the little mouth comes out and then the little map raps Ooh, <laughs> it's all bars there we go yeah, yeah. all the big mouth Beatboxing. Yep, I was about to say. Nice. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, beatbox with your mouth. Yeah. Where's your tongue? Oh, yeah. dude? <laughs> All right, I fuck with that. <laughs> I guess. You know how they make sound. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's all I got for uh, for the Xenomorph. Yeah. You know. Can, can I? Uh, uh, I got three songs to throw on your. Playlist. Yeah. What do you What do you guys yeah. got? Uh, a song. Yeah. Is it cool? I go first leg. Okay. So I got ELP, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's song, Still You Turn Me On. Still you alien me out. That's the, yeah, I don't know if you heard it. You I haven't. I got, I'll give it a listen. It sounds sexy. Yeah. It's old, uh, like, 60s, 70s rock, prog rock. Then we got Celtic Frost's Innocence and Wrath. It's black metal. Pretty great classic okay. black metal. Great album art. Also, ELP, great album art, I gotta add. Uh, and then the last one I was gonna do is Debbie Harry, The Jam Was Moving. Also, amazing album art. Definitely recommend giving Woogs if you haven't. Okay. Yeah, those are my okay. three uh, recommendations. Also, the album art are all from H.R. Geiger. That's why I posted, <laughs> chose them. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great songs. Oh, though. yeah. Yeah, clap, clap, any... clap. What about you? What do you got going? What did um, you choose? I chose the song Planetary Clairvoyance by a band called Tomb Mold. This is a, this is a metal song. And uh, it was recently featured actually on the Cyberpunk 2077 no, track. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I already knew the band before that just because like I'm, I'm into the like death metal and stuff like that. Yeah. But that was one of those bands where I was like, "Oh, nice! They they, they made it." I mean, oh, I love that. They yeah. didn't really make oh, it or nothing, that, but <laughs> but it's so cool. Isn't it like on there, like a no, game you like? Yeah, it's kind of like how you know when you're hearing radio on GTA, you'll hear like a, a song you know yeah. from the band, you know, and I'm there, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like I remember playing GTA Five, and like they they would just have some like songs that were a little bit more like, "Oh, I didn't know that they would have that on here." That's kind of cool. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's cool. But that was one of the songs I picked. Just a cool death metal okay. song. Honestly, the the album art looks very, very Geiger inspired and very alien esque. Also, so it's it's a pretty good song, pretty good band. But that's a that's the the big one I thought of. 
honestly. It's about, nice. you know, wiping out other species. So, <laughs> <laughs> seems fitting for a yeah. morph. Yeah, you know, I was thinking of going down the route of, like, songs about aliens and songs about, like, uh... It's probably not you know, as fun, though. Destruction and stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? I want to do more of, like, uh, mood. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, Things I th- I that think would sound uh, pleasant to an alien. I think that's much better. Like, or funnier. Oh god, I, I even, <laughs> I even had a, another one I didn't play was uh, "Birthday" by uh, the Sugar Cubes, which is uh, Bjork's first, like one of Bjork's first oh, bands. Oh, oh, nice. So it's gonna have that uh, <laughs> nice Icelandic wailing. Yeah. Bjork. It's like a. It's pretty good. Bjork's in the studio? What? Yeah. Oh, Chubby! Chubby! It's me, Chubby! Okay, okay, no. D Antwerd can go home. D Antwerd can go home. I thought, I thought, I just got excited because Bjork was yeah. here. Well, we I don't want the D We only afford her for like a little, so that was it. That's like unfortunately. Nice, nice. Good list. I love that. Curious. Yeah. So. I chose Mother Nature from The Happening. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that would have been great, though. Just like all nature sounds. No, I I, I did a. Oh, you could have chosen. Uh... You could have chosen all the Marky, Marky oh. Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> like that, Bjork. Yeah. Um, no, I I thought I, I'm a big slasher guy. I was good. I was like, who's you know Freddy Krueger? Okay, that'd be cool. I feel like it's kind of easy. Jason Voorhees kind of pretty bass i mean i love jason but i feel like he's like a bass as far as music he died as a kid it's probably all kids music to be fair or not whatever you know he's a fucking hillbilly i should say what a dumbass but i was like fuck oh you know what so i had to modify it a little bit i chose ghostface from scream spoilers if you've not seen the movies it's a different person in fact it's different people each time so the way i went about this list is i wrote a list of all the killers and basically picked one song that I think they would be like jam into like would be their theme so I'll go real quick most of these are pretty uh, I think most of these are pretty self-explanatory or pretty obvious so for uh, I'll start from oldest first movie to most recent got Billy Loomis you know titular Billy Loomis corn clown fucking duh it's like pretty much his his theme song Stu Mocker. Nice. Yeah. So we got Stu Mocker. I feel like he was a pretty goofy guy. So I felt like I was like, uh, like at first I was thinking Ska, but I was like, no, maybe not so at Ska. It's a little goofier. So I ended up with Bloodhound Gang, uh, their song Firewater Burn. Uh, I think the hardest part actually of this list is I try to make it time particular. So I wanted to use the song like, like if I wanted to use Ns, Ns, Ns from Bloodhound Gang, that song came out way after, like, 96. Uh, mm. So I tried to pick songs that were either that year or prior. A little extra challenge. Ooh, okay. But so how I ended up with Fire, Water, Burn. Uh, then we got Scream 2. Also, spoilers. If you, haven't, if you haven't seen any of these movies, go fucking watch them and then come back, I guess. Uh, we have Mickey. Uh, I gave him the Prodigy serial uh, thriller. I feel like he's pretty fucking, like, on the nose with that. Uh, and then I got Miss Loomis, <laughs> you know, Billy's mom, with the Donna, Donna Summers, uh, Bad Girls, because, you know, she's a bad girl herself, and, like, she grew up listening to, like... How does that song go? Me, 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 me
Isn't that the price is right? I am a bad girl. That's my theme. Yeah. I'm such a bad girl. That is me. Yeah, I know this song. It's me, Donna Summers, and I'm here to say I'm a bad girl in a major way. It's me, Donna, and I'm Summers. It's it's me, it's Donna, and it's Summers, and we're here to say we're like salt and pepper, but in a better way. In a badder way. Yeah. Ooh, a it's because we're bad way. girls and we're... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> Best movie, Scream 3. We got Roman Bridger. Give him Blink-182 mutts. Because he's kind of a mutt himself in a sense. I don't know. I feel like it's just... Like, he doesn't like that, like... I mean, not that he doesn't like it, but his favorite song is not your fucking, like... You know, I Miss You or fucking... Uh, any of the top hits, you know, his is like, oh, uh, you know, gotta go a little bit more obscure. Wow. Then we yeah. got Scream 4, Charlie Walker, McCulkin. Pick 30 Seconds to Mars, The Kill. But I also specified he likes that song because he heard it in Guitar Hero 2 or 3, whichever one it is. <laughs> so he got into a good, you know, he was playing Guitar Hero. Like, oh, that's where he got like, most of his music. It's like, this Jared Leto guy is pretty fucking, ah, uh, yeah. This guy's rocking. I hope he plays Morbius one day. Yeah, dude, that'd be the coolest movie. I really hope I get to see. (laughs) I'd love to see Morbius on the big screen. I can't believe they still haven't made a Morbius movie. That's his whole (laughs) shtick. That's why he kills. He's like, yeah, that's why his hair is long. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm looking like my idol, Jared Leto. He's like, God, I hope I'm what Morbius looks like when they make a movie of him starring Jared Leto. (laughs) (laughs) Leto, yeah, Leto. Uh, and then we also have in that same movie Jill Roberts, uh, and she's kind of like your typical party girl kind of. So I try to pick something poppy from the time. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this artist though. It's kind of poppy. Uh, Katy Perry, Firework. I don't. It's probably you know very obscure, but that's the name of the artist, Katy Perry, yes. Firework. Yeah. No, no, Firework. Oh, I haven't heard Katie of that Perry. artist actually. Yeah. No, that's all. Yeah, I had it flipped. Sorry, Firework no. by Katy Perry. Or oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry by far. I was. Do you ever? I'll sing a little. Do you ever feel like a Katy Perry drifting in the ocean? Not Taylor Swift. That's how it goes. That's uh, a good one. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like it fit her vibes. Uh, then we got Scream Five, one of the newer ones, more modern. A little easier to pick five songs because I have, I have so much more options. Uh, we first have Amber Freeman. Uh, I picked Ghost, Call Me Little Sunshine. I'm not the biggest Ghost fan. I can. Do you guys want me to play that for for you? Yeah, play it. I'm not the biggest Ghost fan particularly, but I was kind of like I feel like she would like metal, but not like metal metal yet. Uh, here, let me. I've actually seen Ghost live. When I saw, yeah, I saw him live, and the performance he came out, and it was uh, so the moment that he walks out, like Papa Emeritus walks out on stage. You know, they've got this mm-hmm. gothic kind of orchestra going, where it's like, and he's doing this like priest fucking shtick. Yeah. Um, he's got his arms up, raised like like Jesus or whatever, and he's walking forward, and. Uh, somebody tosses a beach ball up on the stage and he looks down and it lands at his feet he looks down nice. at it and he kicks it but
but the uh, he gets Whoa. caught in his robe and he slips and <laughs> oh, shit. God damn it. And then he gets up, like he gets back up and he just raises his hands again and everyone goes like, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's back up. I, I well, gotta find footage of that. that was, you uh, might have very fun. You might have seen Amber Freeman there then at that, that concert because I mean like yeah, so she's a big fan of Ghost. I mean like I I'm not the biggest fan, like I said, but kudos to her. Then we got who's Richie Amber Kirk. Friedman? Amber Freeman? Like who's who plays her? Oh yeah, Amber. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's I was right. like, that's the name of her. Like, <laughs> what? I what? thought his name was Ghost. We finally have a listener that submitted yeah. something. Yeah, you, you didn't see her there. <laughs> they gave their full uh, name. Sorry. Now we got. No, you're good. We got Richie Kirsch, who is uh, uh, the Quaid Junior, Mini Quaid. Uh, for him, I picked. This is another artist I'm like I'm not too particularly familiar with, but I felt like it fit the vibe. But I picked the song "Rosalyn" by Bon uh, Iver, Ever, and Saint Vincent. Oh. Let me play a little bit for you. But yeah, I feel like he is the kind of guy that likes that like soft music. Also, I wanted to note that that song is from uh rosalind is from twilight's new moon soundtrack so he's yeah. like a, he's like a twilight boy the whole way team edward definitely my guy yo fuck yeah all right twilight. now we, that leads us to the last movie where we get the three killers we have wayne bailey who's the dad Ugh. i gave him duke pearson's black coffee it's kind of just like a jazz noir song think of a jazz noir song it's that one uh, <laughs> my name is Thomas Summers, and I'm here to say yeah. we're both yeah, bad girls. And it's Summers, and I'm here to You're say, saying. and I'm the other Summers, and I'm here also to say, and I'm I'm also Thomas Summers. And I'm here to Dama. say, <laughs> oh, it's a Dama. Yeah, I've been I've been calling her Dama. <laughs> I am Donald Summers, and I'm here to say, and I've got the little hands. And such a bad girl, the baddest girl. Okay, it's true. <laughs> they don't know. I'm truly the baddest. They don't get then... any badder than me, it's true. <laughs> they want to take my badness and they want to put it over there, but it's I'm... true. The crooked, crooked, crooked Biden wants to t- <laughs> take my badness. Biden China. The government, they raided my house, they took all my badness. <laughs> and it's un-american it's unconstitutional i'll tell you yeah yeah yeah. that leads me to uh quinn bailey the daughter i picked a meter mob you came to party because it's kind of another like party anthem song uh either either of y'all familiar with it Uh, i I don't listen to any music here let me let me sing you a little bit Oh, you can't hear anything? No. Crack that shit, boy. Fucking. Too loud. (laughs) Fucking. Crank that. Spank that shit, homie. (laughs) See, I feel like she would be like, I came to party. I'm blasting this shit. Gonna kill me some. I'm whacking willies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got my willies out. (laughs) We got them on gyrate mode. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what we call it when we have them playing on the vinyl player. <laughs> uh, yeah. or whatever. Uh, and then our last one is uh, Ethan Landry. I think he's like the brother or little brother. Or maybe he's a friend. But I don't know, his last name is different. But anyways, I picked uh, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. Because, you know, everything he ever wanted is just to kind of kill some some hot chicks. Some fucking Jenna Ortega's family back. Yeah. But yeah, that's my... Uh, I don't Maybe know if you guys want to... all you want. Huh? I think he just had the same desire we all had. Oh. <laughs> yeah, to kill Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say no, if anything yeah, ever happens to Jenna Ortega <laughs> I know I just want to go on the where, record she's already said, disappeared uh, where are the three of you yeah where were you three on fucking October 31st uh, oh my god trying to get um, away from me it follows but yeah I don't, I don't know if you guys want I, to add anything particularly it's a lot of songs it's a lot of different people I, but I, I think for Ghostface in general maybe like mm-hmm. uh tear you apart but she wants revenge probably like a good song about mm. like uh revenge i guess violence tearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah tearing and revenge uh, tearing, tearing. Uh, yeah good leg i would say the song telephone by beyonce and lady Ooh, gaga yeah. Ooh, kiss okay. me through oh, the phone yeah how did that kiss well, me through the phone I'll yeah do, I, I think i would do a lot of phone play yeah, play, yeah. It's, it's a little on that's the true. Nose. No, uh, and that that's I think Call Me I Maybe. Chose... I think Call yeah, Me Maybe would be good. Kiss me through the phone oh. and not later on. And now for my esteemed guest, Mrs. Thomas Summers. <laughs> well, I'm Thomas. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> Let me tell you about the thing I was gonna tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Thomas. Thomas. No, that's my list. I think because I picked the like fucking alter egos, I guess, or the like citizen yeah. egos of the characters. I was trying to go for that vibe of, but yeah, no, it's true. Like ghost, I think Ghostface. I would definitely do a lot of like phone based, probably some metal um, mm. and rave music for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dope, dope. Um, I guess one thing I will share for listeners, please give our Instagram a look because I'll hopefully have each of these playlists actually posted on there too. So you can follow or listen along, I should say, not follow along. Or we should have a, a compilation, the Monster Mash playlist. Ooh, actually, of, I'd be uh, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> all the songs well, well, that we brought up. We'll put it, yeah, we'll put it on Instagram. Give the Instagram a follow and you'll see whether it's three or one either way give it a listen and, and a give follow it follows huh? yeah ooh. Ooh, I love ooh. That. and then you could z- call us uh wait a minute you could, <laughs> you could be xenophobic z- and <laughs> no phobe say what's happening i'm glad you guys finally caught on to the, the easy plug i was giving you guys with the with the follows being in the name you guys can just see that there you go oh for the whole month of halloween claps followers yeah halloween Follow, yeah, follow, ooh, Halloween. Yeah, follow it. Hey guys, it's Halloween. Please follow us. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was great. I love the playlist. 
let's uh and wrap up things i guess with uh i think i'll start off with plugs just to start things off you know follow the instagram as mentioned you know follow for the music uh follow our show definitely download any episode even the old ones go on your friends phones download them uh remember how like a few weeks ago we said to steal people's phone and put your number in their phone uh do that but also download our episodes on their phone too so then you know that way and follow them yeah please don't do that do not do that follows them (laughs) yeah do do not it follow them uh yeah (laughs) do not it follows people just to make them follow us yeah unless they want to if you're willing to do that for us then if they want to babe that i i god babe i'd appreciate if you could like put your number in my phone <laughs> Ooh. the i also want to pl- i think i'll just plug also like watch some horror like scary movies you know take care of yourselves you know try to don't watch too scary of a movie though because yeah, you know, we need you back suit. yeah we don't want you to like get too scared that you die you can't listen back uh, like for new episodes yeah, yeah. what about you uh gib what you got to plug I'm gonna whisper now. Uh, you know, check out the uh, Gibbledang Instagram. I'm kind of a lot more active and a lot more creative now, so I'll be posting a little bit more on there. Uh, if you want to check out some of the custom action figures that I make. Um, other than that, you know, keep checking up on the No Dumb Idea podcast Instagram too. Uh, we're you know slowly but steady. We're kind of getting more people to listen and. Yeah, I appreciate everyone that checks out every episode that we have. You know, yeah, it's, good. Uh, it means a lot. It really does. Well, we actually, what you should do instead of stealing people's phones, go to bars and just play in part of this podcast as like to impress like the person you're trying to impress. Like, yeah, I was yeah. on this show. Just me. Yeah, neg everyone in the bar. Yeah, exactly. Just by uh, play our yeah, podcast, <laughs> be like, hey guys, you go go to the too jukebox to uh, listen to this one. Go yeah. to the jukebox oh and God. play our podcast on the jukebox somehow. Figure that out. Go to the DJ and be like, hey, uh, can I like sign up for karaoke? And then just play this podcast I with karaoke love... to it. Oh, my God. Huh? Everyone in the bar is just like, they're all having conversations. <laughs> like, God, who's conversa- who, who's talking so fucking loud? Like, it's like you're... <laughs> who's this Dama Summers? Over- <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, Why does she not tell me what she has to say? Dama Summers? She has so much to say, but she never tells me... I'm here to say. Uh, well, yeah, I guess she's a bad girl. She's a bad person. They're bad girls. It's multiple people. It's okay. But it's okay to be bad girl. It's yeah. okay to be ninja. Sorry, I intercepted your plugs. Any other plugs, Gib? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it, I guess. <laughs> All right, so what about you, Lag? Yeah, I guess um, just give my band the Tower of the Fool a listen. Follow us on Instagram. All of our stuff's up on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, you name it. It's up there. Uh, just give us a follow. Check it out. Um, I, I'm a little inactive on my on my art page, but you can follow that. It's lag9000. Uh, and I mean, yeah, other than that, that's, that's about all I got to plug. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I mean, it's great having you. I hope to see you yeah. soon. Yeah, no, We got a lot of spooky yeah. stuff going on this month, so... Uh, and thanks again Ooh. for the theme. I mean, it's fucking great. Yeah, no, happy to be here. Happy to help, man. All right. Hell yeah. Perfect. 
right, we'll have a All spoopy right. time. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. watch out for Dama Summers. Ooh. Oh, dude, not the Dama Summers. <laughs> you sounded like Saturday Night Live, too. <laughs> and now for Dama Summer, musical guest, guest yeah. Dama Summers, featuring Doomy Sumi and <laughs> <laughs> Doodoo Sudo. <laughs> All right, cut that there. Definitely cut that. <laughs> hey, outro. Outro.